This is episode 57 of Parenting 2.0, The Focused Mindset. Today, I'm going to dive a little deeper into perseverance. I'm going to talk today about what it looks like when parents persevere through each and every step of their child's life. But first, thank you for being here. I am so glad that you've joined us. I know you have many different choices and you found yourself right here, right now. And it is exactly where you were meant to be. I hope you can sit back and take in the things in this episode and look for a nugget that you can apply to your life today to help you be the very best version of yourself. And don't forget to subscribe or download so you don't miss any of the family-oriented content that we have here. Now let's get started. You've been upgraded to Parenting 2.0. New expectations requires a new mindset, the focused mindset. I'm Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and a family mindset coach. Raising kids is an amazing journey and things don't always turn out as planned. Still, you get to share your life with an adult in training. This podcast will help you meet every new challenge with confidence and be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. Well, hello, welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm going to hit record not only audio, but also video. And I just got through spending far too much time trying to figure out a background, a virtual background. And finally, I just said, no, this is one of these times where I need to stop trying to uh, get everything just right and just record what's on my heart and get this out to you because I have a lot to say about perseverance. I've been thinking about what I want to say on the podcast this week, all week long. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought that perseverance looks different in parenting than what people might think. When you're talking about perseverance, you're not necessarily talking about pushing towards a goal and then reaching that goal and everything just falls into place because you've persevered. It's more like waking up each morning and showing up. And sometimes it's doing the most difficult uh, tasks from, and the most gross tasks that when you were young, you'd be like, oh, I will never do that. Well, yes, now you're cleaning up, throw up, persevere through it. But even the smaller things, when your kids are acting very unlovable and you love them unconditionally. And you don't only love them in your heart, but it's a verb. You show it. You're showing love to your children every single day. Being a parent, that is persevering. That's persevering to me. I can remember so many challenges being a parent. I can remember so many times when I felt like, oh, this isn't the way I deserve to be treated or what I want to go through or what I want to be doing right now. These thoughts roll through your mind, but then you look at that child and you persevere because it's the right thing to do. Recently, I did a talk for a bunch of women on self-care and, uh, and when I was talking to them, I quoted some things that parents had told me in counseling, some quotes like 
this is not what parenting was meant to be. I did not expect this. This is not what I signed up for. These kind of things. And these are thoughts that flow in and out of parents' mind every single day. What about the parent that's waking up to go to work early and spending very little time with their child, but they're working hard to be able to make sure the finances are there and available. And sometimes the kids, well, maybe all the time in some ways, because kids don't realize how hard it is to raise money and how hard it is to make money, I should say, and they're ungrateful. And they feel sometimes like, well, of course, my mom's or dad is working and coming back. That's what they do. But then it weighs heavy. And that is when parents persevere. When parents are going through fear, they need to persevere. I talked to a parent today. Oh, no, it wasn't today. <laughs> it was yesterday uh, that um, was going through a lot of fear because their child had fallen off in a banister. Uh, gosh much earlier in life and fallen off of a second story banister straight down and lost their breath. And it was a, such a scary, scary moment that this parent is living in fear that another terrible thing might happen to our child. But don't we all sometimes get caught up in fear of what happens if something terrible happens to my child? We just love them so much and we don't want terrible things to happen. But when we rise up and persevere, and for instance, put them on the bus to go to a camp overnight or allow them to go to a friend's house when, uh, when we aren't really, you know, like, oh my gosh, how about if they just stay home after all? But you know, it's a great situation. You know, they're going to have enriching uh, conversation and what they need with their friends. And we want to hold on to them when rather than hold on to them, we let go a little bit for the right reasons and we watch them bloom like a beautiful flower, that's a form of perseverance. It takes perseverance to be a parent. I mean, the way that we can wake up each morning and keep going and not just, you know, get back under our covers is to be able to wake up and say, it is a fresh day and I will persevere. You guys know that I wake up each day and I check my vibe. I use it in my journal. The, what am I going to value? What am I going to find important? What am I going to be curious about? The I, the B, what do I need to be bold about? What do I need to stand in the gap for, for my children? And I am going to, and, and E, I'm going to enjoy, enjoy every moment. I write V-I-B-E in my journal and I write down those things. And then I work to accomplish that in the day. And do I always succeed? No. Sometimes I fail, but when I pick myself back up, even if no one knows about it, but me, that's when I've persevered. And those are the times when you will persevere, will persevere through challenges. I want you right now to just think about the things you've done that's been successful to get through the challenges that you've had in the last month, two months, year. You might say, oh, I've done a lot of things I, I don't, I wish I wouldn't have done. I, I, I gave in to some uh, just forget it type of attitudes sometimes or whatever that might be, whatever that was. You know what? That is part of being human, right? But right now I want you to look for, and it might take a minute longer, look for the things that you did persevere in a healthy way. 
Look for the times when you leaned into what was working, when you chose to be in the moment with your child, in the moment with them, no matter how hard it was, no matter what they were going through, that you chose to persevere in that moment with them. And you chose to wrap your arms around your child and hug them and tell them that you love them, even when they might not have been acting very lovable that day. These are the choices that parents make that they should be proud of. It's perseverance. I had to ponder this quite a bit as I was uh, teaching perseverance all this entire month. I've been teaching it in classrooms with parents, with groups, with kids. And I began to have to take a hard look at myself and say, how do I persevere? What do I need to do? And it came down to that. It came down to the little choices each and every day. And then sometimes we screw up and uh, that is, that's life. I, it was referred to me once as, did you have an adult temper tantrum? And I thought that was really funny. I'd never heard that term before. I'm like an adult temper tantrum, huh? And then I tried it out on my husband when he was having what I would consider to be, yes, most definitely an adult temper tantrum. He didn't really appreciate me saying that in the moment, come to find out. It may be, maybe not the, quite the right timing. I could have, you know, fine-tuned that a bit. But don't we all sometimes just throw a temper tantrum, just like a three-year-old? And then we have to catch ourselves and say, okay, how about I actually act like an adult rather than falling into a temper tantrum about this? Oh, well, I happen to be an Enneagram, in Uogram eight. Wow. That's a hard word for me to say. I did the test because my oldest daughter really wanted me to. And then just like it in Uogram eight, I was like, cool. Now I know I don't need to look into it anymore. I'm good. I'm moving forward. And recently I was watching my daughter play volleyball and I ran into typology, the webs, the uh, podcast typology. And I highly recommend you guys listening to it. It's great. But I decided, you know what? I'm going to look up the Enneagram 8. Uh, they've got to have an episode about it. So I listened to it while I was watching volleyball. And it was like the person that was the guest could have been me. Everything that they said about the way that they thought and reacted to things was the way that I react to things. And it was affirming, but it was also kind of trippy. And I was like, all right, I think it's about time I learn a little bit more about myself and a little bit more about this. Because one thing I learned in that podcast is that apparently the Enneagram 8 doesn't really see problems and what they do very often. And if there is a problem, the last thing they would think is that it would be their fault. It's not like they're blaming others. It just doesn't dawn on them that it might be because of them. And I laughed. I'm like, wait a minute. That's most definitely me. That's most definitely me. I can't count the number of times that in the moment I've been like, what? What's the problem? And then later on, I think about it and I'm like, oh, that was the problem. All right. Okay. Got it. That was definitely my bad. Needless to say, I have gotten pretty good at going back and apologizing because I know the importance of being humble and I know the importance of owning up to issues so you can get to the other side and eating that humble pie, if you will. I'm, I'm usually pretty good about that, but in the moment I'm like, what, what I'm causing this? No. <laughs> so that might just be a, a little bit I need to dive into to get to know my own personality type, to be able to be a person that's continuing to grow in the right direction. Whatever your type is, I, I mean, hey, 
we'll learn together, right? Look into it and maybe it will help us all grow and grow stronger into the best version of ourselves, right? Which is all what we're trying to do. But as I was thinking about that, I thought about all the many times in my uh, grow, growing up with my kids that there were micro moments that I wish I could go back and relive. Not only because maybe I would realize that I need to do it differently, but also because they're moments that are precious. You know, in my analogy of vibe, uh, the last letter is E and it's enjoy the moment. And I always pause on that and say, yes, I need to enjoy every moment. My middle daughter moved out of the house recently and man, it just seemed to come too fast. But it's not as if I didn't expect it. I have to tell you that I remember distinctly a conversation when she was about eight and she was daydreaming about what she was going to do in the future. And she said, well, the main thing that I want to do is live on my own and be independent. And I want to be able to have the money that I can take care of myself and have fun and not, not be married or have kids, just be independent. And this would come up time and time again. So I knew that this is what this girl was in, you know, within her heart, but I didn't want to believe it. I was like, oh, my goodness, no, she's probably going to grow out of that. Maybe she'll have an independent phase, but why doesn't she just stay home with me? And she started cosmetology school and was growing towards that independence and, and saving money. And then COVID hit. And of course, everything ended and she was spending far too much time at home for her taste being a 20 year old, almost 21. She turned 21 during COVID and I was just soaking in all that time when she had to be at home. I know some of you parents feel this way. It was like every single moment of that time, I was like, oh my goodness, they can't go anywhere. Where's my child? In their room. Where are they eating? at my table with me with dinner. That was precious, wasn't it? Well, as our independence started to grow and things started to evolve and change and we were able to go outside, something interesting happened around January. I came down with COVID. And shortly after that, she came down with COVID. So here we were in a situation where we were in even closer quarters because we were the only two that could be around each other having COVID. And this, there was just all of these moments, moments that were so precious that I know as weird as it might sound, is that I'm kind of glad we had COVID together. I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it was awful. I don't want to have COVID again, but as we were recovering and we were staying inside and we we're doing what we needed to do, we talked. And here's a perfect picture of something that you don't want. We were doing everything we could to avoid it. Washing hands, sterilizing, you know, washing everything down, stay home, everything. Nonetheless, here we were working through it. And, and then wonderful things happened. You can enjoy even those moments. And we had some very deep talks. The crazy thing was, is that she felt comfortable enough to open up to me about things I had never heard before. Things about her childhood, her teenage years, recent years of her being an adult that she had gone through and endured and challenges. And as much as it was heart-wrenching to hear, I didn't even sometimes want to hear some of the sadder stories but then again, I did want to hear. 
I felt privileged that she would share those things with me. And we sat in those moments and I just, I, I, I just, I don't know. I can't even really explain how it felt because I knew in my heart that her time here at our house was coming to an end. I knew that she was saving to move out and that she could have already been gone if it wasn't for COVID. And that was precious. But I knew that the perseverance that I had showed as a parent through all of the years of helping her grow up, um, it was almost like that moment of her sharing was speaking to me on a very deep level. Because Cassie had many times where she tried me. She's the type of person where as much as I would like to have this not be the case, she tends to learn from her mistakes. And as she learned from her mistakes, that's not always easy for a mama. <laughs> Never easy for a mama. And then knowing that it's almost time for me to even practice perseverance in letting her walk out and into the world, into her own space and continue to grow and just blossom. Will she still make mistakes? Yes. But it was, I, I felt that heaviness, but also the loving kindness that we were having between us. And sure enough, she recovered and got a job and worked. And pretty soon she found a place and she said, I'm moving out. And, and, is, and she's a very proactive person. I mean, when she decides something, she is on it. It is, it's actually very inspiring. If you're ever around her, you're like, dang, this girl is on it. <laughs> and she packed up and did her thing. And we helped her and went and checked out her new place. And there she went. And then the silence of not having her check in and the room across the hallway from us being empty. It felt so different. And there's emotions that flood over me like, oh, maybe she's not making all the choices that I would have her make. And all of a sudden, I realized that, you know, persevering to the end of parenting, if you will, that not, it, you're never not a parent, but the end of the journey that you're raising them, it doesn't mean that you're raising them into being a clone of you, that it doesn't mean that you're doing right by them if you make a clone of you at the end of it all and that they're just morphing into something that you want them to be. Doing right by your child means that you are walking alongside them so they can be the person that they were always meant to be. So they can grow into the person that they were always meant to be. That's why you persevere in parenting. That's why you continue on is because eventually then they're going to take the torch and continue on. And sometimes, no, they are not going to continue on in the path that you ever expected or even wanted. But that, my friend, is not, does not mean that you are not successful in your parenting journey to persevere and raise your child in the way that they should go. And there's, there's things about my daughter that I watch and I just say, wow, what is going to become of those amazing traits that she has? 
well, this is just the beginning of when I'm going to see that. I'm going to see it from afar. I'm going to watch and see how she endures, how she, the choices that she makes. And I'm excited for that journey, but also a little sad. If any of you have already been through that, maybe you can identify with some of how I feel. And if so, please reach out to me. Let's chat about it. Let's, let's collaborate. Go, go over to Solution Focused Families. That's my website or my website. That's my Facebook room. My, my very own Facebook room for my families are Solution Focused Families. Because as you know, I'm a solution focused climate specialist. That's kind of my desire is that all of you guys will learn solution focused strategies that you can use in your life and with your kids. So hop over to solution focused families and we'll chat. All right. Send me a message. That would be amazing. Or share the focused mindset on Instagram. But those of you that are right in the thick of your journey and you're raising your kids and there's some things that sometimes you just feel like, I don't know if I can go on. I don't really want to continue teaching them the lessons that they don't tend to learn or separate them when they're fighting or figure out how I'm going to support them when they have maybe an IEP meeting or just with the teacher or when they've got themselves into trouble. Persevere. And that just means breathe and be your full self and be your best self and just walk forward and say, I'm going to finish what I started. I'm going to finish it strong. I'm going to finish right, right by me. And right by me is, it feels wonderful when you're living in that space. Yes, own up to the times that you fell. Yes, own up to that. But sometimes you just need to say that, you know, the parent that my child has is enough and that's me and I'm enough. If, if I'm working a lot of hours, that's the space I'm in now. I'm going to be the best person that I can be in that space. If I'm home and I feel like I hardly get out and sometimes can't even have time to put on makeup, that's where I'm at right now. If I'm feeling down and dealing with heavy, heavy feelings and I'm seeking out help and I'm seeking out guidance, that's where I'm at right now. Let's love each other through it. Let's care about each other through it. You know, there's a lot of lessons to learn in saying I'm going to choose to persevere. And it's not an easy thing to do. And we should do it. We should do parenting in community together. Seek out the resources that you have when around you, when you are starting to feel like, oh, I just don't know if I can go on. I don't know if I can persevere. Because many times there's a window open that you didn't even realize of a group of people that can come along and support you. Um, find your tribe is what, you know, you hear that term, but that just basically means find a group of people that can come around you and be your cheerleaders. And that is one thing that's helped me so much in many arenas. But sometimes we just have to pat our own self on the back and say, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job, dad. You're doing a great job, mom. You're doing a great job, adult that's breathing life into this child. You are raising an adult in training. They are going to be an adult for the majority of their life. And you are creating memories that they're going to carry with them forever. So do right by you because of that reason. You're raising a child that is going to lead our next generation. You have no idea what they're going to accomplish or what they're not going to accomplish. But that is for another day. 
today your job is to persevere. So I'm going to encourage each and every one of you to look for ways that you have persevered. What has worked for you? Celebrate that. And then look for ways that you can do more of that moving forward. Knowing that every single step of your journey in parenting is a memory and is important, is something to enjoy. When you hear the term, it flies by, it truly, really does. And if you can enjoy the good times and see the joy in even the training times and the hard times, that takes a little more effort, but it's there. You're still, you're living in that moment with full acceptance, with full buy-in. And I know that that's the kind of parent that you strive to be. So thank you for joining us today in this episode. I want you to know that you're always welcome with the Focused Mindset community. Hop over to my website, thefocusedmindset.com. You'll always get tons of wonderful solution-focused resources. As a matter of fact, I'm going to have two free webinars where we're going to be talking about ending the school year strong. We're going to be talking about strategies to have peace in your home, and I'm going to do live Q&A. There's, it's a one is at 8.30 in the morning Pacific Standard Time, and one is at 6.30. If you want access to that, then hop over to my website, thefocusedmindset.com, and then you'll see the button on the top corner saying access to the free webinar. That is May 19th. And if you're listening at a different time, go to the website and check it out because I'm sure I'll have another date coming up where I'll provide those free webinars. I want you guys to be able to grow into the best version of yourself. And I always appreciate you guys' feedback. There's a contact me page where you can leave me a voicemail or you can leave me an email and let's just get the conversation going. I would love that. And I also want you to uh, keep in mind that my new course, Conversations That Empower, is currently on the website for sale for you if you would like it. It is less than it takes, way less than it takes these days to take a family out to dinner. Super reasonable. Um, <laughs> when I put it out to the beta group, that was a lot of my feedback was, oh my goodness, this is such a reasonable price. But I want it to be easily accessible to any of you guys. This mini course, I do video training like I'm doing here sort of. And then I do um, audio. So audio and video. And then with all of the five steps to wonderful communication, it's called Conversations That Empower. It helps you. It helped me in that conversation that I had with my daughter when we were both having COVID. She had a lot to talk to me about. I used the skills in that course. I had actually just finished up the finishing touches on the course and I used that those skills. What happened? She opened up to me and she opened up to me in some ways that she hadn't ever before. I was so glad that those principles were fresh in my mind. So hop over to the website, thefocusedmindset.com. And feel free to share this episode. You just push share, put it wherever you'd like. I, I give you full permission to share it with anyone that might want to get some encouragement on persevering. Persevering as a parent, it looks a little bit different than some of our other perseverance. But keep on and keep doing your best and make this day the very best day possible. And until next time, keep in touch and take care. 